0: Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Haim Roche, and as always, it is an honor to be able to be here with my Greatness tribe. Hey, listen, I have um, been truly excited. We are starting in the month of July. We are at the top of the month, and I am excited about this month and excited about all that we have been talking about over these past few months and past few weeks. It's been just very uh, interesting. It's been very helpful, insightful. Um, and I'm watching and seeing how these conversations are bringing the development and the change that we're looking for in our lives. And so as we continue on this journey, I want to kind of I guess a little bit of interruption in where we have been and what we've been talking about. We've been dealing with and talking about these concepts of of systems and our personal internal systems. And so I want to be able to kind of throw something in the midst of this, which I believe also helps us when it comes to talking about our systems. Um, but I want to be able to throw this in because really throughout this week, this past week, um, I really felt... Uh, I would say probably on Friday, I felt like this was a conversation that we needed to be able to have. And I really want to talk about this context of managing our appetites. Now, w- what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about managing how we eat or what we eat. Um, I'm not even going into that type of lane, but it's really managing our appetites when it comes in reference to um, our appetites for the things that we have or the things that we want or the things that we want to achieve, being able to learn how to be able to manage that. Now, this conversation kind of started really from Friday. Um, I was at work and being in the financial industry or financial zone, uh, there's different type of conversations that are had, right? And so one of the conversations that was had was talking about really this This thing where people are constantly being scammed financially and, and, and specifically when you're talking about these scenarios, where it's like a, if you. Um, if you give us, you know, uh, we'll, we'll give you a million dollars or we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Only thing you have to do is send us six, you know, $6,000 in the check, or you got to wire us X amount of dollars first. And then after you do that, then we'll release the rest of the funds. It's, it's this, it's this gimmick and game of a scam that has been going on for a very long time. And so, but when you're kind of like on the back end of it, where you're watching who's being scammed and, um, you know, what's being affected and all of those things, it kind of gives you a different perspective of what you're seeing and what you're looking at. Well, in the midst of all of looking at this, what i what we started to realize in these conversations, or I would say what I started to look at and, and really lean into, was that as these conversations and as these people are being scammed you have to start asking yourself why not per se why are the people scamming them they're 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 having an angle in and of themselves but you have to also ask yourself why is the person that's being scammed why are they in this midst of this conversation why are they diving into it why are they playing along in some sense with this thing and some of it has to do with, I believe it has to do with this appetite of wanting to have more, um, the appetite of wanting to be at a certain space or place financially. And so we we, they they have this appetite of wanting to be able to get there. But here's the key. They want to be able to get there in a quicker way. They they want to get there faster than where they currently are. I, I'm not bashing them. I'm taking from their context of what their thing is and what they're struggling with, I'm I'm taking from this a lesson that I believe is great for us to be able to learn. And what I realized, Is that on both ends of the spectrum, both people have a specific appetite. The the person that is scamming has an appetite because they are trying to get to their destination or get to their financial place um, a quick way. And what they have learned is they've learned to manipulate people to be able to get there. But the base of why they're doing it is because of their appetite their appetite to be able to be successful, their appetite to be able to be financially well off, right? That's because of that appetite, it it leans them into being able to do it this way. But then on the other end, the person that's being scammed, they also have an appetite. And it's really the same appetite, but instead of it being where they're doing it, manipulating it, or trying to get it manipulative, they're they're trying to now uh, go after it a different way by creating, trying to do shortcuts. So both of these parties, or both parties on both ends, have an appetite that needs to be managed. And if they manage the appetite then they'll be able to do things, I think, a little bit differently, as well as they'll be able to see things in a different perspective. And so as I was looking at this and sitting and contemplating this on Friday, it was just one of those things that did not let me go, as, as I'll use that phrase. And I felt like it was a nudge that we needed to be able to have this conversation on tonight. So I want to be able to use um, two different categories or two different people. Scripturally, we're gonna we're gonna look at two different people, two different situations in scripture that. I believe help us to see something they both use food so it helps us to give get a visual of this but we'll be able to examine the appetite but then we'll also be able to give you some steps I'll give you some steps before we end this conversation that I believe will help us to be able to manage this context of our appetite so the first one I want to be able to look at is all the way in the beginning, which is in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter three, talking about Adam and Eve. And when we look at this context, we look at specifically uh, this, this appetite that Eve had. So this is what I want to do. Let's look at verses. uh, We're going to just read a few verses of scripture. So Genesis chapter three, verses one through six and we're just going to pull some pieces out of this that i believe will help give us a picture when we're talking about this context of our appetite here it is now the serpent was more subtile than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman yea have god said ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden um, of every tree of the garden and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of every fruit of the tree of the garden Um, trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall surely not die, for God does know that in the day ye eat thereof, that your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. And the woman and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her, um, unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now, here's the context that I believe that allows us to be able to see something. Now, in the garden, there's many trees. There's two main trees, we would use that, that are sitting in the midst of this garden. Now, some people believe um, in different phases of context of when it comes in reference to was these literal um, fruit, was this literal trees, or was this a figurative context that God was using through scripture? We're not gonna go into all of those pieces, but there's, there's many trees in this garden And in the midst of these trees are two main trees. One specific tree is the knowledge of good and evil. And this tree, other tree, is called the the, the tree of life. We'll just use that context, right? So in this tree of the knowledge of good and evil, again, this specific tree, God is informing Adam that he didn't want them to eat of this tree. Again, there are several trees in the garden. So that means there is food everywhere. So in this context of verses six, when it says that the woman saw that the tree was good for food, every tree in the garden was good for food. So this specific tree was not any different in that context than any other tree. The next statement that she said was, it was pleasant to the eyes. Anything is good, that looks good, in reference to what is being able to be seen on these trees. All of the the trees are beautiful. All the, anything that is hanging as a fruit, something edible, something that they can be able to enjoy, all of these things look good to the eyes. Hear what I'm about to say. And this tree is to be desired to make one wise this is what made this tree different from any other tree this tree was able to give unto her something that she felt like no other tree could be able to give so her desire or her appetite to be able to have more knowledge put her in a position where because of this context her appetite made her eat of something that she was not supposed to be eating of now let me bring this to our context have we ever been in a place where your appetite for something your appetite to be able to be in somewhere or your appetite to be at a certain level made you do something that you know internally you shouldn't have done but because you had an appetite for it you ate of it anyway like like instead of instead of instead of your appetite um for success or your appetite for just say for wanting to be better than someone else or your appetite to be able to achieve something when you are asked a moment or asked a question or asked about something instead of you being honest in the moment you lie just so you can get the achievement where did that come from? It came because you had an appetite for something that was not supposed to be yours, let's just say at the time. Because here's the reality, what I do believe is I do believe that there was gonna come a season in a time where God felt that they were developed enough They were mature enough to be able to sit and eat at this tree, but they were at this point in their lives, they were not mature enough to be able to handle the type of knowledge or information that was going to come from that tree. So I believe that there are some times where because of our appetite, we try to cheat the system just like I started off talking about where you have on one side the manipulator or the scammer and you have the person that are being scammed. Both of them have the same appetite. They're both trying to cheat the system. They're just doing it in two separate ways. So in this scenario that we see with with Adam and Eve, more so with Eve in this picture, the, uh, the the picture that we're seeing in here is that her appetite to be able to be wise, her appetite to be able to have some form of knowledge, her appetite to be able to have this extra thing that she felt like currently she did not have, that specific appetite made her try to cheat the system. And the way that she cheated the system was by eating of this Fruit. I think that this is a picture for us to be able to see it. Because the question for me, before we even lean into our second person, the the question for me is how has your appetite gotten you in trouble? How has you not managing your appetite put you in situations that you know you shouldn't have been in? How has your appetite? put you in places where when you got there, You knew that you weren't supposed to be there, not the aspect of where we're talking about where I feel like internally, like we've talked about before, where it's this negative bent in this negative conversation within myself where I'm saying that I don't I'm not supposed to be here. And you're talking about the emotions of where you are internally. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about knowingly knowing that you cheated the system to get inside this place. Instead of doing it the right way to get here, you've cheated the system, you've, you've cut the corner, you've, 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 you've went against the grain, you've done something to be able to get here quicker than you know you're supposed to. Now, let me go ahead and tell you the other end of this. So when we do things like this, when we cheat the system because of our appetite and because we don't know how to manage our appetite, When we get in, when we cut corners, when we when we try to be able to skip the steps, when we do those things, what ends up happening is you have missed out on developmental moments that you are supposed to have in the journey. Now, again, let's go back and use the context of the scammer and the person that's being scammed. Both of them have an appetite to be rich quick. But both parties are trying to skip steps to get there. So instead of them being able to use as the scammer, using your intellect to create a positive way to be able to make income that will then be able to build you where you're trying to cheat people out of, instead of using the brain that you have, the intellect that you have, the wisdom that they have to be able to do it the correct way. They're cheating the system, so then when they feel like they are achieving because they're scamming so many people, it automatically will always backfire. Because again, eventually you're going to get caught. But here's the key. The reason why you have to keep scamming is because you haven't developed the context of management or the 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 you haven't developed the discipline when it comes to your finance. So, yes, you're going to scam because you got to because no matter how many times you scam, you will never have enough. Why? Not just because of your appetite, but because you have not developed the discipline and the maturity in doing it the right way. Why? Because you've skipped the steps. You've skipped the steps, but it starts because of your appetite. If you don't learn how to manage your appetite. If you don't learn how to manage that thing, then that thing will control you and you will cheat and manipulate and do different things to be able to get in different spaces. But again, you won't have this stability, the strength, the wisdom or the ability or the the discipline to be able to stay there. Okay, that's what we're talking about. So, here's the other portion or person that I want to be able to talk about is actually about two brothers um and and we're, we're we're getting close to our end, but it's about two brothers that had a conversation. Both of these brothers are what we would consider as twins, right? They are um uh, battling brothers. I would use that word. They they have this competitive nature within them. One has strength and another has another. He has intellect. He has compassion. One, one is strong in the field of hunting. Another one is strong in the field of the kitchen. <laughs> and you have these two different strengths that are battling against each other, trying to be able to win the 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 specific type of relationship that they want really from their father if you really look at the full storyline of these two which we're about to mention them in a minute they're both trying to be able to be able to be in a certain posture when it comes to their dad they want to be able to be special to him they want to be able to be in his in his sight they want to be able to be Prized by them, by him, and 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 they want him to be pleased with them. So both of them have the same appetite. But let's read something um, in Genesis, Genesis chapter twenty-five. Um, we're going to start at verses twenty-nine, and this is talking about two brothers, Jacob and Esau, and this is what it says: Jacob sod pottage. Basically, he was in the kitchen cooking. Esau comes from the field, and he was tired. He was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with that same ridge pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was he called Edom. And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright, and Esau said, Behold, I am at a point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Then swear to me this day, and he swore unto him and sowed him his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went on his way, and Esau despised his birthright. Here it is, two different people with an appetite. Esau, we see, has a physical appetite. His appetite makes him uh, exaggerate. (laughs) He exaggerates the context. Now, you worked all day, I get you're tired, but you're not tired unto death but because of you feeling tired and you're feeling uh exhausted by by running and the energy that you are giving out and all of this that you have been doing you feel exhausted and this exhaustion has now made you feel hungry and and in the point of you being hungry you are so hungry that you're willing to do whatever it takes to be able to satisfy the hunger. On the other side, you have this brother who's not hungry for food. He has an appetite for position. The position that he wants is again, a position that will put him in a posture where he will be able to receive the benefits or this this level of relationship with his father. He will be able to be in a position where he'll feel like he's accomplished something. So you have two brothers that both come to this table with an appetite. One is physical and one is, in I would say, emotional in some sense, spiritual at the same time. But these two are coming to the table with an appetite. One is willing to do whatever it takes to get me satisfied. How do you do that? What do you do when you feel like your appetite or the thing that you're hungering for is not being fulfilled? We use the context, do whatever it takes, but does that mean lie if necessary? Does that mean steal if necessary? Does that mean destroy someone else if necessary? What does that context mean? Do whatever is necessary to achieve it, to satisfy the appetite. What does that actually mean? Because what we are starting to see more and more is people that have appetites that have not managed their appetite. And they're doing what literally whatever it takes to be able to get there. If I got to sleep with the boss to get there, if I got to cut you down to get there, if I got to dog this person out to get there, if I got to steal, beg, or borrow, whatever it takes, I need to make sure that I get this appetite that I have fulfilled. Whatever it takes. But then you have Jacob. That has an appetite. His appetite is he wants this position of the birthright. Now, what is the birthright? The birthright is, in in our time frame of context, is if the father dies. When the father dies, I get all the responsibility. I get. I'm now the head of the house. I now am the one that takes on the family business. I am the one that is able to now, I'm second in line. So if he passes away, it goes directly to me. That's what I want. I wanna be able to be in that position. So in Jacob's scenario, Jacob is just like his brother. He's doing whatever it takes, but what he's doing is he's manipulating by using a gift, a skill that he has to be able to get what he wants. So I look at this, even on this this stance, when we look at, again, managing our appetite, yes, you're gifted, yes, you're skilled. We can even dare to say that probably, yes, you are probably anointed to do what you're doing. but will you use manipulation to get your way? Will you use that as a controlling mechanism to be able to get your way? Because hear this, unmanaged appetite will affect your future. We have Esau that could not manage his appetite and it affected his future in the aspect of he now lost his birthright. You have an unmanaged appetite that affects Eve's future, that now has affected our future. Why? Because it was an unmanaged appetite. So in this context of our conversation tonight, I wanna to make sure that we have managed appetites. I, 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 I know you're gifted, but your gift does not give you right nor does it give you the privilege to manipulate to get your way. You have the skill, you have the you have the gifting, you have the anointing for it, you have the ability to do it. You have the direction, you have the vision, you have the strength, you have all of these things. Do not do not let your appetite push you to use it as manipulation. Do not allow your appetite to push you to try to skip steps. But allow your appetite for what you want, for where you're trying to go, for what you're trying to achieve. Allow the appetite to be able to be the strength, the force, the push behind you that makes you go push through the seasons that are ups and downs that makes you push through the moments that are difficult in life so that you can be able to have the development the discipline the strength the things that you need to be able to gain in the journey instead of trying to skip the steps so here it is i'm gonna give you three things that will help us to be able to manage or control this context of our appetites All right. So the first one is this self-awareness, being able to be self-aware. I want to read this note and this will help us. It is essential to identify the areas in our lives where our appetites are getting the better of us. Whether it is material possessions, addictive behaviors or unhealthy relationships, we must honestly access or um, assess ourselves. Here it is. I was talking to a guy this uh, this past week. And as we were talking, he was telling me about how he used to be addicted uh, to smoking, specifically cigarettes. And As we were talking about it, we were it was it was it was a couple of us having these different conversations throughout the day, right? And so while we were talking, he says, you know, the reason why I don't vape, the reason why I don't vape, which for some people that are listening or uh, watching, and you don't probably know what a vape is. (laughs) It's those, uh, I would say electronic cigarettes or electronic smoking mechanisms uh, that you'll probably see people all over actually utilizing. And he was saying, the reason why I don't vape, he said, it's not because um, what's in it, per se, this is his perspective, it's not because he feels like what's in it is bad. He said, it's because I know, again, he's self-aware, I know that if I just try it, the, the pattern of putting something to my mouth Inhaling and blowing out smoke will trigger my addictive behavior to cigarettes. He said He said it got so bad in his life that he even had to put down smoking cigars because it did the same thing for him. So he was so self-aware that he recognizes that I have to manage this appetite. And the way that I manage this appetite is I can't even play with that. So there are certain things that I recognize that I cannot do because if I do this, or if I go here, or if I uh, put myself in this space, I know that it might trigger something within me because I have an appetite within myself that wants to engage that. So the way that I am able to manage that, the way that I'm able to control that is I have to be self-aware. I have to be aware of where I am when it comes to these things. I have to be aware of how my appetite leads me. I have to be aware of how my appetite wants to get out of control. I have to be aware of that because that helps me to manage my appetite. Here's number two. Um, Here's number two. We need to be able to develop, keyword, develop self-discipline. This involves resetting or resisting um, immediate gratification and focusing on long-term goals. It may require setting boundaries, seeking accountability, or developing new habits that align with our desired future. So here it is, the way that we develop self-discipline. Here it is, is we have to be able to resist immediate gratification. Yep, I know you want to do that right now. And I know if you do that, it's going to make you feel good. But here's the question, do you need that? I know you want to go buy them J's. I got you. I feel you. I really, really do. But do you need that right now? I know that you want to go do X, but is that good for you right now? Okay, I get you cannot control it. I get that your appetite is calling you. I got it. Who's your accountability? Now, let me clarify what I feel like accountability is. Accountability is not someone that you call after you've done the act. That's not accountability. Accountability is, I have this craving to do this, but I know I shouldn't. So I'm calling you to talk me off this ledge. Accountability. That's accountability. Hey, I, I, I'm thinking about doing this, but is this wise for me to do now? Because now you know where I'm at. You know what I'm going through. You know where my situation is. Is this wise for me to do this right now? No, it's not. Okay, I won't do it then. That's accountability. But what is accountability doing? It's helping to develop self-discipline. Here's the other part, again, just with this self-discipline, is now I have to create boundaries. I can't do that. I can't I can't go in this far. Okay, listen, um, you know, yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy ourselves. But listen, after a certain time frame, I can't, I got to go back. I got to go home. I got to shut down not because i ain't grown no i have to put that in my own self there are certain conversations i don't want to have it's it's not because i can't have them i don't want to have them there are certain memories i don't want to talk about not because i can't talk about them i do not want to talk about them because they don't do anything beneficial to me so i have to put boundaries in place for myself This helps to develop self-discipline, which helps to manage our appetite. Here's the last one is seek wisdom from mentors or trusted individuals who have mastered self-control or who have you have seen has developed this self-control. And can be immensely valuable. They can be able to give you some insight on things that you can be able to do. They can be able to give unto you guidance on how you can be able to do this effectively. The thing is, all of this context of this conversation is to be able to help us for our future. The thing is, is we're trying to go after our future and we want to develop where we're trying to go. And what we have been talking about in our conversations is being able to adjust the system within us so that we can be able to walk into our future. And a part of that is this context of our appetite. So we have to be able to have the control, the development, the strength, to be able to manage our appetite for the things that we want to do. And what our flesh wants to do, what our emotions want to get into. We have to be able to manage that. So sometimes we don't know how to manage it. Sometimes we don't know what that looks like. So we need someone that we can be able to say, hey, look, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to do. This is where I'm trying to go. How do I be able? What do I need to not do? What do I need to do? Who do I? What 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 environments don't I need to be in? Okay, look, I want to be a part of this type of company. Okay, if you want to be a part of this type of company, then I'm gonna just tell you up front. All right, this is where you. This is the this this is the type of. platform that you need to be able to use these are the type of things that you need to study on this is the type of conversations that you need to make sure that you're strong in this is the type of books you need to be reading these are the type of people you need to be around but then this is what your social media should not look like (laughs) i'm just understand I understand that we all have different things that we are doing and trying to achieve and all of us are not trying to go after the same thing. But what I do know is wherever you're going to go, whatever direction you're going in, you're going to need to learn now how to strengthen this context of developing, managing your appetites because no matter what space you're in, no matter how high you go in life, your appetites will be drawn, will be pulled on you. If you got this this grand appetite when it comes to women, I promise you, you will have moments where where a tree gonna be planted in front of you. And someone's gonna say, it's gonna be okay. Like, hey man, now you can have that one too. I know you married, I know you committed, I know you got children. I know you're doing X, Y, and Z, but you can do this too. Oh, man, just talking with her ain't going to be an issue. No, man, you know, just texting her and your wife don't know it's going to be okay. It's not managing your appetite. Because what you're longing for, you are going to another place to be able to get it. You're not managing the appetite. I'm just... We have to learn how to manage our appetite. And some of that again is putting some boundaries in place. Some of that is having someone that you can communicate with when you're as accountability of when you get into these moments, because there are moments that sit before us. We ain't none of us off the playing field. Ain't none of us where we can't be touched. Any of us can be touched. Any of us have, all of us have appetites that can be touched. But the question is not, can your appetite be drawn? Can something be put in front of you that probably could entice your appetite? That's not the question. The question is, do you have the strength? Do you have the boundaries in place? Do you have the structure in place that if something comes to try to draw on that appetite, to be able to entice your appetite, to try to manipulate you to cheat, cheat do the cheat code and try to cut corners, do you have the, the, the system in place where you can be able to say, no, I'm not doing that? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm not doing that. Or is your appetites more so in control where you don't know how to stop? you don't know you don't know how how to how to stop being that or stop doing that you don't know you don't know when to be able to how to manage this thing. So tonight, I wanted to make sure, through, I believe, the prompting of the Holy Ghost or the prompting of God to be able to have this conversation, to be able to make sure that we have an understanding that in the season that we're in, we have to learn how to manage our appetite. Because if we don't manage our appetite, I promise you, it will affect your and my future. It will affect our future. And what we do not want, as we do not want to be in a posture or in a position because we did not manage it, that our appetite won, but we lost. Our lives lost. Our legacy is affected. People around us are affected all because we never learned how to manage our appetite. I love you all. And as always, I am grateful and thankful to have these conversations. Have a great one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.